Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Um, Jordan in the flu game, a.k.a. I'm sick of y'all. I'm just kidding. We love y'all, but, you know, we hate some of the people that do bullshit. And to my left, my co-host. It's your girl, Steph. This looks really real. It'll be okay. It's fine. Um, welcome to another episode of How I Talk Myself Out of a Man in 60 Minutes or Less. Because we're efficient. <laughs> so, yes, I am sick. Um, got, you know, got a cold. And as for all my fellas know, you know, pray for me during these trying times. You know, we try to, you know, you know, rose up out of my deathbed to record this podcast. So... Pray for me. How was your weekend? Because my weekend consisted of fucking Dayquil, Musinex, and prayer. Um, for the most part. So On uh, Friday was the only night that I went out this weekend. Like, out, out. And I fell asleep at the bar. How, did, how, how do you fall asleep at, at the bar? Too many drinks. My day started at 3, 4. I got to my homegirl's house at 4. And we went... We drank bottles of wine there. Then we went to dinner. If you ever been to Mazente, they have those margaritas that are in the tub and the spouts at the bottom. So basically, you're getting nothing but tequila by the time they give you your drink. And then I met up with the crew, and we had 100-proof whiskey. And then we got to the bar at some point, and then people kept buying me drinks, so I fell asleep at the bar. But then I also realized, I was like, hey, girl, you might have a drinking problem. So I haven't had a drink since then. I'm on day four, and I think I'm going to see how long I can do this. I'm not giving myself amount of days. I'm just, so you're I on think day I four. have a drinking problem, and I'm not drinking right now. So you're on day four. Actually, right? I, I know I have a drinking problem. So you're on day four. Okay, we're recording this on Tuesday. So day five will be Wednesday. Day six will be Thursday. So, I'm get, so day seven's Friday. Check with me on Friday. Oh, it's like the over under is seven. The <laughs> over under is seven days. And if and if you make it through seven, you definitely not making it to fourteen. Because then next weekend is St. Patrick's Day weekend in March Madness, and I know you're yeah. Yeah, I used to be good and like every three months I would take a month of no drinking. And I was so solid about that. And then I stopped doing it. Every what month? Like every three months. I would do a month of no drinking. Well, life is hard stressful <laughs> yeah but that's i realized i was coping with alcohol yeah. right so one i was my, like one oh my, one of my homies has a rule and the rule is never drink to make yourself feel good make drink to make yourself feel better well i i had that too rule also too and, and then i lost my job and then i started drinking to cope i'm not listen I am the last person to judge people's coping mechanisms. Oh, same. But but I'm, you also have to be be able to recognize when you have an issue. I was developing an issue. See, I don't drink by myself, though. See, I'm, I'm a social drinker. I don't drink. Like, you'll rarely catch me just at home just drinking unless I'm pre-gaming by myself to go out and meet people. I don't do hard liquor at home. I do bottles of wine. See, I don't, yeah, I don't even do, like... But I'll drink, like... Like, people sit down and have a glass of wine. You have a bottle. I sit down and have a bottle. You know, difference, difference. Um, oh, yeah, I did, I did do something this weekend besides um, be sick. 
Um, went to Orange Soda Four. Uh, uh, you know, support the homies. Going our, on the road now. Going on the road. Um, DC chilling, PG chilling. Um, got shut down, but you know, it was no fault of theirs. It was a fault of their people that they rented the space from. You know, called it. You know how like some people call it capacity, but you inside and you know it's not capacity. We could fit some more people in there. That's what happened. And all the people, and mind you, they told your asses get there early, and and, it, and niggas don't listen because niggas gonna nick, and y'all were just out here out there stuck. And then the colonizers who who lived next door called the police, and that was that. <laughs> and then um Saturday. Drove back, went to went to went to a little barbecue cookout, watched some college basketball, and went to my homegirl's twenty uh, seventh birthday party. Uh, happy happy belated birthday, Quintera! By the time you by the time you hear this, um, and felt myself getting sick. And then, but like the thing is, like you know how you feel yourself getting sick, but you've already committed money to doing something, so you don't want to waste your money. Yep, that's what that was. What it was Saturday I already like shipped off the bread. Because I told her I was going to this party and she asked me to put it on the liquor. So I was like, all right, cool, bet. So I'm already sick by the time Saturday night comes. And I'm just like, I really should keep my ass inside. But I've already shipped her the money and I don't want to feel like I've wasted the money. So like I tried to power through. Didn't work. Now you sick. Now I'm sick. That's what it was one of those things where it's like, you don't want to feel like you're wasting bread. But I probably would have been sick anyway at that point. But fuck it. All right, so topics, because y'all tired of hearing about my weekend. Um, first topic. First things first, I pop up freaks all the honeys. I feel like I do that a lot. You do. Oh well. <laughs> you do. Um, first things first. Uh, how do you feel about finding your significant other in the club? Yes or no? And if you don't, where do you usually find your significant other? Now that doesn't mean relationships because we both know me and you are a huge proponents of situationships but just in general i'm not a proponent of situationships i get coaxed into situationships and then i have to be responsible and get myself out of them Eh, it takes two to tango i said i have to be responsible and get myself out of them (laughs) anyway how how do you feel about like the whole finding your significant lover in the club um I meet men in two places, the club and Twitter. <laughs> there. Honestly, you know that whole thing, like, oh my God, men don't approach me, leave me alone. Those are probably the only two places where I really, I'm like, if a man approaches me, I'm not like, what the fuck, why are you talking to me? See, and so, so that's, because again, another, we had, there was another Twitter combo about, A, meeting people in the club, or, Meeting quote unquote white, you don't meet wifey or hubby in the club. And B, yeah, actually, where else are you supposed to meet them? That's my point. My point is, anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, my point was, it was like because we had this whole conversation about like approaching and what is the right time to approach. And honestly, I think I mean it just there's not really a right time. There's just a less wrong times. If that makes sense. That's, yep, there you go, you got it. <laughs> it's like, because again, you're, you're taught to go after what you want, especially as a guy. You're taught to like, go get But don't get want. on nobody. If somebody looks like, I am just enjoying my time, and you can tell, body language gives it away. 
Body language almost always gives away I want to be approached versus I don't. We can give some languages. We can give some lessons on how to read body language if y'all want to start using that the excuse. But body language almost always gives it away if somebody wants to be approached or not. I mean, I agree. I, I agree. Um, it's just one of those things where I think just socially, like, we always talk about, like, oh, man, you can't meet your, can't meet your wife in the club. Like, first of all, most, but, like, all the stereotypical places you quote unquote meet your wife, like church or the grocery store. I don't go to church, so I don't know. Or or wherever else, or at, at your job, or, or wherever else you're supposed this to. This girl be, that I follow on Twitter, though, she definitely did meet her man in, in Wegmans in Virginia. And they together two years later. But it's one of those things where it's like all the. That's all the, not usual. Yeah, all the stereotypical places you're supposed to meet this quote unquote wholesome woman right like the library or whatever or if you're in college like whatever what the fuck. they probably don't want to be approaching it but even then most people still wait until like if i see them at a party like the college because, instance because i mean as part of it is because a alcohol is a bunch of liquid courage niggas get a couple of drinks at them and start figuring and start figuring they uh Chadwick, <laughs> Michael B, Winston Duke, <laughs> sorry, figure they made that nigga. And also, it's it's one of those things where it's like that type of environment has less of a social barrier to approach people because you're kind of supposed to there. Um, all those other stereotypical places, like people aren't generally approached. Like people aren't pulling up on people in Kroger. Like that's not a that's not a, a, a normal thing. We need to, people need to stop making it like that's a normal thing when it's not. Like most people are like you, Steph, and I'm, I don't think I f- they even meet that person out and about while they're kicking it, or they meet them off of social media. Or the third option for some people is they meet them off of dating app. That's kind of where we Twitter at. Twitter is my dating app. That's kind of where we at in 2018. Like, no, you either meet them while you out drinking, kicking it, or an event. You meet them on social media, you know, you see them on Instagram, you see them on Twitter, or you get on Tinder, Bumble, whatever the fuck else, and you go from there. Like, we we as a society got to kind of dead this whole, I, I ain't going to meet my girl in the club, I ain't going to meet my girl online. You probably are. Like, you probably are. Because truth be told, the most desirable of, 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 of the crew, most desirable eligible bachelors and bachelorettes probably just ain't walking around Kroger with a sign saying, like, I'm single, come holler at me. It's just not how life works. Especially in a city like Cincinnati, which is, which is, which the eligible eligible bachelor and bachelorette pool is shallow. You Damn, they need a referral. Or at least an anti-referral. Like, make sure he or she hasn't fucked one of my friends. No. No. I go in a situation like, you probably messed with somebody I know. That's you. See, a lot of people. I just don't care. A lot of people still care. Your past is your past. I'm your present. Get the... Get that fake deep ass. That's not fake deep. This is legit. I am. I, we here now. Hey, fuck I, who you fucked. You fucking me. I, Does that make you feel better putting it that way? It's the same thing. Listen, not 
it doesn't make me feel better or worse. It it makes me because again, I'm not doubting you personally. <laughs> again, I'm not. I know you well enough to know that you generally say what you mean, mean what you say. <laughs> I'm talking about some of these other motherfuckers out here. Like, if you looked at a girl too long and she and she's that homegirl's friend, you off limits type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of the people that like, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the people I was involved with, like, mind you, I I was honest with her about a previous situation because my assumption was. Well, if I lie about it, she's going to turn around and, t- and ask the other person in question, and that person's going to tell the truth. So I can either be honest and kind of look like a kind of look like a bad person, or lie and find out and definitely look like a bad person. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna be honest with it. Come to find out, the person who I expected to tell the truth lied and said we and said nothing happened. So part of me was mad because I'm like, I could have avoided all this awkwardness. That the awkward conversation I had with the other, with with the young lady by lying if I knew you were gonna lie, and B, what reason do I have to lie and say I fucked you when me f- allegedly fucking you is only gonna push me back with the other person I'm interested in? <laughs> like, and I think her homegirls started to realize, like, well, shit. I know you are a girl, but he has no reason to lie about this. Like, literally, the the thing that would be most logical for me to do is to say I didn't fuck you. So for me to admit that I did fuck you and you come around saying, no, I didn't, it don't make sense. It's especially because then she started lying to dig herself out the hole even more. She was like, I mean, he didn't fuck me, but he said me. No, I didn't. I did not. How do you know what? It, how do you know what what what, my, what I look like? I ain't send no pictures. Let's be real. This one of those things where like that person like eat, but going back to the original thought. You process, send nudes? No, I don't send nudes unsolicited. If if, if if they want, if they have to explicitly ask. You for send it. dick pics? If it's asked for. When's the last time you sent a dick pic? <laughs> I'm not answering that question. Wow. Because I'm not going to get myself jammed up here on my own podcast. I refuse. But it's one of those things where I don't, that's not my thought process. But if, but if the person I'm fucking with asks for it, I have no issues. Okay. I'm also not the person to ask for pictures. You know what I mean? I was listening to um, the CAA podcast. Duh. <laughs> and they were talking about that and they said um like three of the guys said the same thing they're like i don't send it unless somebody asks i mean because mind you so it's like it's one of those things where like yes i'm a visual person and i mean they don't they don't ask for to receive no. unless because again like you don't want to be you don't want to be pigeonholed as but send me a pick ass nigga true life so like yes i'm a visual person and, and when in doubt if you want, if you feel like, if you're questioning whether or not you should send me pics, send me them. <laughs> I'm a visual person. But I'm not going to ask, because again, my whole thing is about trying to make whoever I'm talking to, <coughs> whoever I'm talking to, whoever I'm communicating with, fucking with, comfortable. And I don't want to do anything that person is uncomfortable with. So, if you are uncomfortable with sh- sh- sending nudes or sending sexy racy photos which some people are it's okay 
everyone has a different level of kink, a different level of like freakiness about them. Fine. I'm not going to pressure you. It, Did you see uh, oh. Omeg? She posted yesterday. Oh, and Meg, she posted yesterday and was like, has anyone ever violated your freak level? Oh, 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 that. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> y'all, some of y'all some nasty. Jade sent to me because this one, the, <laughs> the dude said, I had this chick and she asked if she could strap me up. <laughs> and Jade sent to, to me and was like, is this you? <laughs> Because dude was like, that relationship was canceled at that moment. No, because even I remember uh, tweeting something and you was like, wow, having a man say, telling a man stop moving, take it is so powerful. I'm like, get the fuck out of my mentions. But I don't think I can tongue dance with the anus. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out of my mentions because I know. I can hum on a gooch. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) But I just know your desire to see a man like squirm and it's coming coming from some perverted sense of like power so I just don't I'm just not here for it you're like are you king shaming I'm not king shaming look whatever happens that in 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 y'all bedroom is fine with me no I have vanilla sex black men like vanilla sex I only had one person where I was like I could get used to this I think I will say the more money in their pockets, the more freakier they are. Because they have they have the leeway to be. Um, and the leeway to be is because, okay, generally, the freakier things get in the spectrum, the more the masculinity, femininity roles get blurred. Would you agree? Where, when there's no more money in the relationship? Not even more money. I'm talking about like the freakier you, the freakier you get in sex. Yeah, the more blurred the lines are because yeah. at some point you're both once somebody's being a dom and somebody's being submissive throughout yeah. the... Exactly. So, if that's the case where like somebody's quote-unquote masculinity is being kind of stripped away for whatever reason... When you have money, it's like the, it's only in that moment is my masculinity being stripped. Because at the end of the day, even even if even, my pockets ring for itself, even if, even if shorty like dry snitch on y'all after the, the situation's over, you'd be like, nigga, I I can I can buy <laughs> I can you know what I'm saying like it doesn't it doesn't affect you as much. Wow, so you, most of you men should be working on being rich so you can have better sex lives. That's what I got away from that. <laughs> you know how sometimes we go from A to B to C. <laughs> you went from A. To E to Z, he just skipped all around some shit. Like what? If y'all had deeper pockets, you wouldn't feel ashamed in the bedroom, and you would have better sex lives, which would equal to women having better orgasms and probably doing more for you in your relationship. I don't see why this is not correlating for you. I'm seeing the vision, and I want it for everybody. You're seeing what you want to see. But you know what? I will say though, when men are freakier in the bedroom, it does make me be like, all right, I want to do more for him. I think part of it is I don't. I don't they want to please you more versus a broke nigga be like, take this missionary, let's go. He's see, like, I heard the opposite. Take. See, I've heard, I've heard, bro, I've heard, I've heard women say broke nigga niggas the best. Okay, by broke men I mean like niggas with regular <laughs> jobs. Niggas with regular nine to fives would be the first one to be like, work is stressing me out. Nigga, okay, that's fine. I'm so, not going to so, invalidate so, 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 you. So, so the spectrum goes broke right? niggas. They are like aggressive. Regular niggas with a nine to five, they just give you vanilla sex. 
And then rich niggas give you like freaky. I didn't know I I was into that sex. Okay, so because I'm understanding it, because mind you, I've never fucked with any nigga, so I don't I don't know, and I can only speak for how I fuck as Listen, Calvin Davis. Broke niggas, they probably like you. Might come off of a if your kink is just like aggression, like a good old smack here and there, a solid like choke. choke hair pull little hair pull okay but you know most women wear wigs so you know, you gotta be real careful bonnet sex is where it's at you know and a broke nigga will take that bonnet sex like oh you come to bed nigga a broke nigga is fucking for a bed exactly so he so going he, he no, taking you however you come yeah but he ain't got no le- leverage to, to do whatever right so that's why in that like broke nigga sex is like cool cause he don't have that much leverage but he like he's aggressive cause he ain't got the funds right and I think he also, I think part of it is because I do remember, like, we're talking like college. I'm a, I, I, college sex is, is in broke, in broke sex is similar. Only college sex, you don't, you're not 100% sure what you're doing every step, every step of the way. If you're not experienced, you're just kind of like, you know, saying fuck it. But, but there's something about regular nine to five niggas. That's the worst sex. Like, it is. Like, you get a nigga who, He's still thinking like college mindset. So they never really figured it out. And they're not really here trying to figure out how to please you either. So they literally just give you, I got my nuts off. I have to be at work in the morning. The office is calling me. Um, we're going to bed. Well, part of it, I mean, it's stress, right? Part of it, part of it is stress. Sure. No, no, look, look. no I'm sure it is. And I think, I think the more stressed you are, the, the less active your, uh, your sexual desire is. Because that I feel like the passion button and the stress button are like very are like right next to each other. Because I know a girl, I know one of my homegirls who like is very sexually liberated. I'm not calling her a hoe. Like she's not a hoe. She just she's very sexually liberated. But like as like her life has gotten stressful through things that are made, are necessarily out of her control. Her, she said it herself, like her sexual libido has to increase. Yeah, no, same. Well, nah, nah. Anyways, opposite effect. Being broke makes you want to fuck more. For me, I can't relate. Um, reason I can't relate is because it's like, again, I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm, I I've told you this. I'm I've told you that like if you broke, you shouldn't be in a relationship. You shouldn't even think you shouldn't about, even be dating. You shouldn't even. Like you should be thinking about focusing on yourself. So, I, so, and when I'm down and out, the last thing on my mind is a pussy. It's like, nigga, these bills, nigga, how am I going to level up? How am I going to get this bread? So, a regular nine to five nigga, we talk a worker bee, not you know maybe middleman. We talk a worker bee, but it makes sense. It makes sense because they don't have the time of a broke nigga to, you know, just watch Pornhub or Tasty Blacks and figure out the stroke. First of all, don't, dude, no, don't, no. Whatever the, the porno is telling you, don't actually do that. Just, when you watch it, watch it for your personal pleasure. Eight out of ten, she's not going to like it. Back to my point. Okay, I just wanted to get that out there because I know that's how a lot of you learn how to have sex. And <clears throat> Okay. The starting point should be there, and then you should listen to the women that you have sex with, and then you know. Niggas, not saying I just said that Friday night before I passed out at the bar because Twitter was talking about this, and I said y'all niggas can't even discuss sex because if a woman brings up a plug, plug, y'all act like y'all talking to an alien. Like, 
what are you, butt plugs? Yeah. No. Anal beads? Yeah. Like, yes. Could you introduce something into the bedroom? Like, are these butt plugs being used on you or him? On me. Okay. 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 How did we get here? <laughs> wow! I just I revealed a lot. I, all right. You see why I showed up? What I did? I'm still an anal virgin, so I don't care. But it's, I think it's one of those things where black men are not really that comfortable having like kinky sex lives. I want to get to the nitty gritty of this. Ooh. I need somebody to tell me why. We'll, we'll break it down. Like we, shit, we got time. We have time. Um, I think honestly. Well, part of this, you know, part of it is black men. We're still, it's still a, it feels like a, we're still fighting for our own masculinity because, and so because we're, it feels like we're still fighting. We're still trying to figure, cause like, yeah, we had that idea of what's masculine. And then in the past couple of years, that's been flipped on its head. So I was listening to the Black Girl podcast. Clearly, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but this is like an old episode, maybe a month ago. And they were talking, and they went to a forum, and they were asking men to define mascu- define masculinity. And most of them are like, "What? What?" And she followed up with the statement was like, "Women have defined masculinity, and and not because they wanted to, but because who else was going to do it." If that makes sense. There's like, y'all should, I will put the link in the bio. You guys listen to it. There's more to it. The way that they explained it, that was cool. That's not my ministry. I'm not about to sit here and give you words that I can't really speak on. But the way that they said it made it make sense. Um, I wish I could remember everything they said, but it was like a solid 10 minute conversation that was just too much. But, and I was thinking about that. You ask a lot of men to define masculinity. They don't have a solidified answer. You ask a woman to define feminism, not feminism, femininity. They'll give you like, based off of self, like women will develop the answer off of self. Which, you know, I think we've touched on this subject a little bit where it's, it's been different, the discovery of self-love between men and women, especially black men and black women. Uh, even, so... Part of that comes into the fact, okay, so Chris Rock said in his last, his last special, um, Tambourine, only women, children are, only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. Men are only loved based off what they can provide. So, so part, so we take that, take that thought process and then apply it to masculinity. Now, women have an easier time defining what masculinity is because of what masculine of what quote unquote masculinity and masculine energy has done to them It's easy for the oppressed to define what's oppressing them because they face it every single day like you know how like it's easier for black people to define what racism is than like a white person right it's easier for um for a, a, a gay or lesbian trans, transsexual person to define what homophobia is than it is a straight person, right? So, because of because of sexism and because of the way more and more women, you know, define quote unquote toxic masculinity. Like toxic masculinity came from women. So, in order to define toxic masculinity, you have to also define masculinity with alpha toxic qualifier. So because of all of those things, women have a more readily 
a ready definition for it than men. And, especially in the last couple of years, the ideas that we thought as men, the masculinity that we thought was okay, have we been told, eh, I don't know if it's okay. So, for a decent size of men, the idea of masculinity, or what is appropriate masculinity, let's put it like that, is still a little questionable. So, going back to our original point, because we're still trying to define the ideal masculinity, we can't explore the sexual the sexuality of it. That's so unfortunate. You guys sound prison, like mentally imprisonated. Because I feel like it's so I low key high key. I'm not no bars off all bars off. I feel like it's kind of a cop out to say that men can't define what masculinity is. It's not it's not a cop out. And the reason why is because we've tried to define it. And we were told no, that's like that's not or that's toxic or that's toxic masculinity or okay. that's that masculinity is damaging. So well, you guys are toxic. So where are we going from here? I want you guys to get out of it and just like okay, if somebody's like that's not it, then like find a new definition. But here's the, we're working on that definition. <laughs> okay, like but, but working on it and find and agreeing and finding the definition is two different things. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me let me, let me cut let me cut for a minute. So because niggas are working on it and haven't yet found the overall appropriate definition of what works in a society in 2018, all of a sudden third. So because of that, that's the foundation that niggas have to move everything off of, including and especially sexuality. So if if, if we're still trying to find a working definition of what's not toxic, what is toxic, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Niggas can't then go from there to sexuality. So because I can't explore, because of the exploration of sexuality. So money makes you comfortable in your masculinity, which makes you comfortable. I didn't say anything about money. This is what I'm saying. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I just, I want you guys to realize like a lot of your masculinity is tied into your pockets. And are you, are you okay with that? I just keep dating rich men, so. So, so. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's, here's the thing. Also, so, something I don't have a trouble. So, I mean, is this really my argument? No. Exactly. Cause, so, I'm just saying, like, broke niggas are aggressive. Non-definers are just okay. And then a rich man is going to give you all the kinks that you need. He's at least willing to explore. You could put a thumb in their booty. But moral of the story is this, that... Oh, you get a former broke nigga that's from the hood and he came up with some money. Girl. Why are you like this? Change your life. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> you, you stress me out. Um, Do I? Yes. <laughs> so, but he's like kind of wrapping this up a little bit because you, you wanted to and then you, you wanted to dive in and then you say, I'm just going to keep dating rich niggas to give me what I want. So... It's more so it's like because it's like that requires I don't know we'll get there on a different topic but it falls back into that whole love versus stability thing last week and where I am now at the age of 25 stability means more than love so not necessarily in the sense of like 
family, marriage, blah, blah, blah. But in the sense of a mentally stable human being who's got their shit together that I can enjoy fully because they have their shit together. Like, so kind of, again, wrapping this up a little bit, just more so it's like in 2018, we're, we're trying to figure out masculinity that's appropriate and that's acceptable. Because the ideas that we thought were appropriate and acceptable, people, people, women are now telling us, actually, no, it's not. So, you gotta let, we're trying to figure that out first. Once you figure that out, then more and more people are, are likely to explore sexuality in, in non-traditional ways. But, there's always that fear of like, you get into one heated argument, next thing you know, she's throwing, she's throwing that kink back at your face. But even Amber Rose, like, even Amber Rose did that to Kanye. Oh, thumb in the booty ass nigga. See? Niggas with money will take a thumb in the booty. And then... They will, though. You throw it back in the nigga face. So it's like, a lot of people are just booty like... Booty in the booty while you humming on a Gucci? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway. Kink shaming. I'm shaming you. Not kink. You. No, no man will let me put their thumb, my thumb in their butt because my nails are too long, so I've never actually done it. I'd do it, though. I totally would. Again, you have a sick perversion for power. No, that's not a sick perversion. I just want to see you please versus, like, just, I stuck no. my dick in you. I thrust it, like, ten times. I'm coming. Like, there's something that's more organic. Like, the visual is what gets me turned on. Okay, I'm gonna let you tell you. I'm gonna let you tell yourself that. I think it's something totally different. But you just think no. If I were to strap up a nigga and peg him, yes, that's totally a power thing. That's probably why I wouldn't be able to talk to a man after doing it. But like a thumb in the booty is like to please a man in a way that you usually can't. It's like with it's the same as giving head. Like I get pleasure out of giving head. Like I don't like being touched when I. Why am I being so open with my sex life right now? I don't know. Anyways, it's the same with like content. Giving head though, like you're like, I don't like being touched when I give head, and it's just because like seeing the pleasure that somebody gets out of like doing the favor, the the act was the word I was actually going for. It's like okay. I mean, some you people like are that? some people are givers, some people are receivers. Um, some people find pleasure in giving pleasure, and it is what it is. But I date big men, so if he should get his legs up in the air, I'm just going to be like, okay, this is way too much. Also, I don't see how, like, like, it's the one thing to hum on a gooch. You, like, you could get there. Even stinking a thumb in the booty, he doesn't have to have his legs in the air. Legs go up in the air, or he's, like, on fours like a dog. I would just, I'd be out. That's too much for me. That's, bro. Okay, so since we're already open, I've had a woman ask me if I had my ass ate before. Was she trying to do it? Yes. And you said no. Nah. I was like no. Nah. And she was like, and then yeah. she immediately, instead of just accepting my no, was like, why not? If no. I was off some or off some tequila with the Scorpio in it, and we were on a Mexican vacation, I'd probably be down to tap dance on a on an anus. But it was just one of those things where like she asked me, I was like no, and then she was like. <laughs> And then, like, she didn't drop it. She didn't just be like, oh, okay. She was like, she did, she tried to convince me. She's like, why not? And after a shower, oh, man, oh. I would have to see him oh. wash his ass. It would have, bro, like, anyone eating ass is not after a shower is a nasty motherfucker. Like, I, you know, with every passing year, I'm like, I'll probably do it. <laughs> like, like, 
men, women in general, if y'all are not, if y'all are eating ass that is not freshly cleaned and showered, okay, y'all first, okay, mm. don't tell yourself any more than you already have. I have. It wasn't what I did. It's, it's what someone did to you. That, that person and whoever is maybe who's probably not listening because you don't tell any of your ex things about the podcast. Sure don't. For this reason. I, listen again. Not kink shaming. Whatever happens in your bed, your bed, your business. There's no over this way. Ain't ain't nothing that's ain't no ass that's not freshly cleaned ever coming near my mouth. My mouth is golden. Okay. I mean, I'm my entire career is based off of how much I can talk and how I can use my mouth to sell things and talk about shit. I don't know. Fuck no. There's just something the nasty side. It's like it's it's like. It's oh, it's just no. freeing. No, Gets you a little bit closer to God, you know. <laughs> like it, there's no. some like that orgasm is just so. Now I will say this: there's now there's, oh, a, there's, a, there's a lot of things that I'd be open to trying with, with if I found somebody down to it. Again, I'm not a big person of like sharing what I'm into unless I'm fucking you personally. At least you're you're having the conversations. A lot of people aren't like I don't. I just be looking at dudes be like, well, this isn't going to work because this is enough for me. But I mean, I'll find somebody else because I'm a huge. Again, I'm I'm you know I'm a huge proponent of communication. Sex, communication and sex is part of communication in any healthy relationship. If I'm not pleasing you and you don't tell me how to please you, I can't. I can't. I can't ever get better. Like if you like being fucked one way and like you like me choking you like this or pulling your hair like this or tossing you around like pizza dough tell me so i can give you what you want so i can make sure you're enjoying the sexual encounter just as much as i am you hear that ladies tell these niggas what you need in the bedroom they're probably not gonna listen but at least you said you said it then if they don't listen you have a perfect reason to get the fuck Boom. out of there get stand out of on there. your nose stand on your nose <laughs> week two of stand on your nose ladies Anyway. All right, so we've had a whole long conversation about that that I wasn't expected. We really, nigga, the question was, how do you find your significant other in the club? And we went a whole, whole way left. You're welcome. Anyways, um, so what did your last relationship teach you? Say what you mean, mean what you say. And the meaner you are to these niggas, the more you get out of it. Explain that last part again, please. <laughs> What's her name? Darf- somebody put it on. Like, basically, the less you give attention to niggas, the more they will give attention to you. Which is a silly game, but it's the game that most men sign up for. But as soon as you, like, give that nigga the attention that they are seemingly want, all of a sudden they switch up. So, I mean, it, it, let's go on this roller coaster together. It, let's examine it, because it, it doesn't make sense, but it does. So, as soon as you meet them with the same energy, niggas be like, nah, double. Because if a nigga's like, I'm not looking for a relationship, and you be like, bet, me either. And nigga be like, and then they bounce, and you just be like, literally the same energy. And then also, if a nigga's chasing you, chasing you, chasing chasing you, and you're just like, all right, we could go on this day. Okay, like, sure. But you're not really giving them as soon as you're like, hey, I like you too. Niggas will switch up and be like... Okay. I don't know how long this chase needs to happen for you guys to like be like, all right, you're the person. 
I'm not really sure I have the energy to put into it, but I am realizing the older I get and the more I date men, especially men in their 30s, the more that they like that a prolonged chase period. My sex life doesn't have time for this. So it's either we're fucking and you're leaving me alone or we're not fucking and you're chasing me and I'm fucking somebody on the side while you figure it out. <laughs> that is where I am right now. Look, I mean, part of it, part of it's like this. Um, I mean, nigga, since and you can't even give up. Sorry, but this is really weighing on me. <laughs> you give up the you act like women are sexual beings, not you. But men act like women are sexual beings too. So niggas would be like, oh, like I'm trying to fuck da 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 da. As soon as y'all have sex, the switch up. It's like, right. I'm not trying to do no 90 day rule. Nigga, I want to fuck and date you too. All right, okay. So, you ready? You ready for this truth? Let's get, let's get, let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. All right, so, first of all, niggas have been hunters since the beginning of the time. I don't have time for this. I, I, you, I got time for this. Nigga, you ain't got to listen. Here's what it is. Niggas have been hunters since the beginning of the time. Like, you know, just point blank period. Niggas, niggas have chased. You need one nigga to chase you and one to fuck. Fuck out of That's here. That's what, yeah. Listen, the nigga that fucked, the nigga that fucked you probably chased you and fucked you. Like, listen. they probably fucking somebody too, but as long as you chasing me and I'm still being pleased on site, I just can't give you sex until you make like a switch where you decide this is where you want to be. And then I can I figure it out. All right. Sure, whatever. Um, Y'all are crazy. That's what I boiled it down to. Yeah. Everybody's fucked up in the head. Um, but like niggas, niggas like to chase. Niggas like to chase. Niggas, niggas like to hunt. Niggas have been programmed to hunt and go get to go get that what they want since the beginning of the time. And part of it is the initial fuck almost seems better when you've conquered some shit. That's why niggas like me. That's why niggas like me, women, because they remember all that mean shit when they got they when they got the fucking ankles pinned up by our fucking earlobes. It's like, oh, you th- remember when you want to fuck with me? It's just, it's it's a it's a power. It's a mental power thing. It doesn't make sense, no, but it is what it is. It's because it's like niggas like the feeling of having conquered some shit. That's why they will they will shoot at the IG models DMs who have seventy five thousand followers. For no fucking reason, because they niggas like to feel like they conquer some shit. That's why men will go after the. That's why men will go after the woman who has every nigga in the club at looking at her because they want to feel like they conquer some shit. Low key, that's why the same eight women are getting passed all around Black Hollywood because niggas want to feel like they conquered some shit. It doesn't make sense, but it does. Niggas like trophies. Niggas like the chase. I'm not your trophy, but I you know, at this point, at the age of 25, I'm playing, I'm in the ring. We're playing this game. Let's do it together. So, I don't know, it's, it's not, never mind, I can't play this game. I just lied to myself and y'all, I can't do it. I'd rather be single. That's why it's so much easier to be single. It is so much easier. Like, as much as I want a relationship, it is way easier to be single because it's be just it's peace of mind. It's way it's way easier to be single because there's no rules that you have to play by. And when you don't have any rules to play by, Not. you can live your life however the fuck you want to. Of course it's easier to be Y'all single. Are fucking crazy. Yeah. But no, but like, everyone's fucking crazy because listen, you if I women are crazy too. I was like, yeah, everyone's fucking crazy. That's why Not all women. Single. Not all women. Most women. One out of ten, basically. One out of ten, that's yeah. low as shit. Boy. No. Nigga, All right, likes, we've been over this. Nine out of ten, I'm agreeing with the woman. And and nine out of ten times they're crazy, but it's okay. No, one out of ten. Anyways, back to what I was saying. It's like, yes, it's, first of all, it's easier to be single because you're not. 
playing by any rules. And when you're not playing by any rules, you can live life how you want. It is what it is. Now, about the switch up. See, the switch up is, it, it's, it's, it's simple. It's kind of savage, but it makes sense. It's like, I know I want to fuck you way before I know I want to have a relationship with you. Because I can't, we talk about meeting people in the bar or in the club. I can't meet So you. y'all know y'all want to fuck. And then do still do the switcheroo one. Uh, that's let me break it down. Y'all, y'all, see, this is exactly why I'm saying you guys are crazy. Let's crazy. Let's legit crazy. Yeah, it's not really. Yes, it is. Okay, let's put it like, okay. I know I want to fuck you. Cool, she wants to fuck me too. We fuck, and all of a sudden, because just because I want to fuck you doesn't mean I want a relationship with you, or, or I want most most anything to do with you after I want to fuck. So you. then this really just goes back to y'all don't be honest about the fact of what you actually want. The re- and it goes back to the reason most niggas aren't honest is because honesty won't get them what they want. So what you're saying is you guys would rather coax somebody into doing something. And niggas would prefer to be honest. No, 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 no. No, you're not. Yeah. Because the only reason you're not honest is because you know if you're saying, okay, somebody's like, all right, I only want to have sex with you. And they're like, all right, I'm not interested in that. That's a no. That is that person's no. And they're like, I'm moving on. This is when you guys are like, that's where most men will be like, oh, so I'm being honest and now you acting like dinner. It's like, no, thank you for telling me you only want to fuck. I'm not interested. But no, because here's the thing. So you guys would rather coax niggas, somebody into fucking you. Women and need to build e- equity in order for them to feel comfortable. No! Most women do! No, they don't. Otherwise, what I say would be free to No! I just want you all to understand most women don't want to fuck any of you. That's mind blown, right? Most women just don't want to fuck any of you. Listen, you, that sounds great. But I, <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds wonderful. Uh, and um, honestly, ugh, men are so horrible. Y'all should be doing everything to get the attention of any woman. No. Fuck no. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck that. The day that stops working for me, I'll come on here and let you know it's not. So listen, no. I'm on to something. Listen, you are maybe on to something. I'm, I speak on collectives. Okay? And, and again, I know you tried to cancel Charlamagne last week. Charlamagne li- and canceled. But I listened to the, I listened to the podcast, um, Brilliant Idiots, and the, the topic was aud- aud- the audacity of analytics. And he talked about, again, he was kind of reacting to the backlash of the, uh, of the, of the Breakfast Club interview with me. He's talking about, like, look, like you may not like what I have to say, but the analytics don't lie. And he's talking about analytics of, like, Monique's show on Netflix and, like, the viewership of the show and analytics of the, of the, of, of the shows that she, she was We're not about. bringing her no, back no, up. No, no, we're not. I'm, I'm, so, using this to, I'm using this to make another point. So we're talking about the audacity of analytics. We're talking about the stats here, right? And the stats that you... Charlemagne only talks about black women in a demeaning way. Focus on the stats. Here. I'm not talking about... I said I wasn't talking about Monique. I already said what I said no, on her. No, she deserves more pay and that's the end of it. So if you have another point, then get to it. I'm about to get to it if you stop cutting me off. Skip it and get to it. Skip that. I don't need the backstory. Get to what he said. So the stats as far as dating and fucking... Disprove what you say. The reason why it disproves what you say is because if if what you said was correct, a one night stands and the people who who would admit to be comfortable with one night stands would be a lot higher than it is. And b 
there would be a lot less sex actually being had if if, if you're if to, if to your opinion that men need to do everything in their power to in order to get any woman. There'd be a lot less sex had, which by generations, a lot less sex is being had actually. Statistic wise, a lot less sex is being had. Reported or like, or we're talking like kids had or like just general sex. In general, a lot of people are having less sex. The average couple only needs one time per week to continue and 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 be happy in their relationship, a committed relationship. The average millennial isn't having as many partners as reported before, and. Um, statistics for people in the generation underneath us. I can't remember the name right. I think they're called Yuppers. Z? Z? Y something. I don't know. Who the fuck is? Anyways, they are having, losing their virginity at a later age. Oh, yeah, later age and a way less, like most of them are just, it's not something they even care about. What What is the age range for the generation below us? Um, 2000 and on. So they would they just not turn eighteen. Um. Yeah, my little sister was born in two thousand one. She's uh twenty. She's twenty one. Huh. No, my little sister's sixteen. All right. All right. So my my reaction to both stats is simple. One, the first one was about couples. We, I think, honestly, there is less relationships in our generation. I don't think there's less relationships. It's just the timing is off. People are waiting later in their life to have serious relationships. Relationships we're, are happening, just not we're, not we're, marriage we're, relationships. We're saying, we're saying the same thing in a different way. Yeah, but the, the stat was based off of marriages, not just like my, cause my boyfriend, girlfriend. People, my argument is more people are fucking outside of the confines of relationships. Uh, yeah, but even like that's that, that's why I brought up the one about millennials. Millennials are having less sex partners, like they're having less sex and less sex. I think within less, their partners, less sex partners is, is partly because this bullshit ass body count statement. Y'all men started it, so I don't know where listen, we go from here. No, I'm, no, listen, uh, like, I'm not saying men didn't. St- I'm, listen, I don't ask women what their body count is because I don't really give a smart man. And plus, like if you. Whatever number you say, I'm not going to believe it anyway. So there's no point in me asking. Um, but so instead of like going out and getting new partners, people are recycling the old ones. Hey, it's your girl. Partly, you know, to try to keep this. No, that's not why. It's I already know what to do with you. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, keep talking. You just made my nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, that's really it. Like, why go get somebody new when I can just revisit something that, one, I know if I hit you up, you'll still let me hit. Two, we've done enough conversing that you know what I like. Versus getting somebody, the sex, like I said, United Fighters, y'all, horrible sex. So it's like, do I go get a nine to fighter, nine to fiver and have horrible sex? Or do I just revisit this old dick and at least get an orgasm? How about you get get some broken dick? Broken dick? No, thank you. No, why would I? First of all, I don't believe in birth control. I can't risk my uterus. You believe, you be, then you believe in condoms, my nigga. Like, I do, but condoms don't always prevent you from getting pregnant. Nothing, al- I, nothing always prevents you from getting pregnant. Not exactly, but control, we've not. already been over this. If I'm getting pregnant, I need to get pregnant by somebody who's stable. I can't get pregnant by a broke nigga, so crazy. I don't fuck broke niggas. That's boom. Listen, listen, condoms are plan B. Um, no, plan B will fuck you up. I had a baby, so a baby will fuck you up too. 
Exactly. That's why I'm not having nobody's damn babies. So anyway, back to what I was saying. So it's like this. Shit, I don't Also, and rich niggas love a condom more than a broke man. There is something to that. Because they got shit to lose. A broke nigga doesn't. Listen. A nigga that knows that they have shit to lose. That's why it just makes more... Th- Ladies, I'm, I'm building the case for you. I'm making it so easy. Every lady that's listening to us ain't gonna get a rich nigga. You keep saying that. You don't it's, know. It's fucking mad. You don't know mad. what it's God has mad. planned for people's it's, lives. It's fucking probability and math. We're you not even trying to bring God into this. It's probability and math. It's literally impossible for every woman to get a rich nigga because there ain't that many You're, rich niggas. Why is she being angry? I'm the, it's fucking math. If you were trying to argue honestly with though if what has history taught us men will literally break their backs for women every nigga that's going to willingly break their back for women ain't a rich nigga Do no you know? but if you stop having sex with broken niggas they'll go out and get some money though there's not enough money in the world for everyone to be a rich nigga. <laughs> like, do you see what you're saying? Oh, one day I'll stop trolling. Today's not that day. <laughs> like, like you get so angry because you don't you say shit that doesn't make sense. Or I, I'm just and, trolling and going about my life. And I get frustrated when you say shit that doesn't make sense. And maybe I should know by now that you intentionally say shit that doesn't make sense. But my the logic part of my brain leaps out and be like, this motherfucker ain't making sense and you need to tell her why she's not making sense. You don't sense. need to tell me anything. Goddamn. You don't give yourself a nosebleed. You getting too worked up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. What did your last relationship teach you? <laughs> How the fuck? I don't even know. Um, last relationship. It taught me not to rush. Taught me not to rush in the shit. Um, Smart man. Right. In this fucking society. Um, it taught me not to rush because it was one of those things where it's like, I like you. I, I had that mindset of like, I like you. You like me. Why the fuck are we not doing this? But. And when. She kind of was like, wait a minute, nigga. And I was like, what the fuck you mean, wait a minute? Um, but looking back on it, it made sense. Because like, even though I liked her, she liked me, we had fundamental differences. Like, fundamental differences. It was like, y'all really need to have like a solid, serious, awkward-ass, long Oh, you know, okay. On a more serious note, you know what the last person I did really taught me? What? A friendship and a relationship is very important. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, see, the problem, again, that sounds great in theory, but the problem is, again, I know I want to fuck you way before I know I actually want to, like, date you. So it's like, and also, I'm of the opinion that we're grown as fuck, ain't no 90 day rule, if we want to fuck, we want to fuck. So, so it's a fine line, especially after you initially fucked. In order to kind of build that relationship, that friendship up, while also trying to nurture any potential relationship. Um, it's a fine line, but I haven't figured out yet. So that's, that's the hard part for me, because I agree, you have, to, you have to not only love the person, but like the person. You know what I mean? But that's something I'm still trying to figure out. Um, and that's, but also that type of process lends itself lends itself to a lot of situationship because you're you're trying to feel somebody out but also you're trying to be able to explore your own sexuality with that person so that could be a that could be a tricky thing to do um but again 
last lesson taught me not to rush, and that's why I've been single. I've been single since, like, pretty much the last couple years. I will say by last relationship, I mean last situationship for me. I mean, I think it makes sense. It, it, it makes sense to call it a relationship, but it's, it's one of those things. It just don't rush. I mean, and that's why I've been single. That's why, I'm, you know, I've, I've taken that advice to heart. It's because, like, if I'm going to get into a relationship with you and start introducing you to people as my girlfriend, I got to make sure that you are there for the long haul. Otherwise, we don't, need to, we don't need to play these reindeer games. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. Everybody's playing reindeer games. You get a reindeer game and you get a reindeer um, it, game. But uh, other than that, it also taught me I'm not, I think I can do long distance. But Oh, I sure can. But So much better. Honestly, you see, long distance has a lot of pros and cons. Easier. Long distance has a lot of pros. Like, like, if you're a person that enjoys your space, way easier. But you do have to. Don't commit to someone in a long distance situation unless you guys have an end goal right. of being in the same vicinity at some point. And and that was where, and that was where, that was one of the reasons we because we were trying to rush. It was it, it, I was trying to rush, but it was also like all right. I will say, though, when you date somebody long distance, any of those relationships, it formed a better foundation because everything's built on conversing with each other. So you will you release more in communication with that person when they typically fall apart is when two people are on different roles of actually coming together. And that's why those will end. Like, but they'll come back around. They'll text you and tell you they're in Spain. Everybody comes back around. They'll tell you they're in Spain and they're having the best time of their life. And they'll send you pictures. Bro, everybody come. Like now, you're more. You're way more into like astrology than I am. Is is there an astrology? There's something happening right now because literally all three of them niggas text me yesterday, and I was like, well, okay, so bro, have I got, fun, bro. Like, there's I gotta in the span of like. It really Four is hours. Hey Stranger season. It, I it, thought I was about to send out, like, yesterday, I was like, Beyonce concert, let me hit these niggas up, who paying for my ticket? That's what I really thought. I thought I was going, I was about to fire out them texts, but I couldn't even fire them. They text me, and I was like, we're here. What do you want? Which is nothing but to waste my time and tell me I was cute, but hey, thanks for the compliment. Oh, side note, before we get back in the Hey Stranger That's season. Ass, nigga. Fellas, do not fall for the hey stranger, a big head text that you will receive from your resident beehive member within the next seven to 21 days. They do not miss you. They miss your wallet as Beyonce is going on tour. Stay woke, my friends. Honestly, though, I'll bottom for some Beyonce tickets. Get the fuck. Get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Get the, get, get the fuck out. Like, Why I gotta go? Because you, you've been acting a fucking fool this entire podcast. What? You've been acting a fucking fool. <laughs> Hell, you was acting a fool in my mentions before this podcast even started. Get the fuck out. I'm over you today. Wow, oh, okay. Anyways, back to what I was saying. So yeah, but like it has to be some of the astrology because like I got two hey stranger texts within mm-hmm. hours. The of moon's in Scorpio. That's all it is. Again, but I don't it's know void th- now. So that, I don't, I don't I don't know what the I'm fuck not that about means. to sit here and explain. 
Never mind. Y'all niggas don't know what that means. I I don't know what the fuck that means. But we've been in a whole bunch of water signs for all of them and throughout like there so there's twelve houses. Right, twelve signs. Twelve signs. Is the twelve houses different than the twelve signs or meant the same thing? Different. Oh okay. All right. Now depending on like say if somebody's like mostly people follow it by sun and moon. Right. Sun is like your no, okay, rising is different. Shut the fuck up. Okay, continue. You're, okay, small lesson in astrology. Yeah, I'm gonna shut the your fuck sun up. sign is the the sign you're born under. So where the sun, where the 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 what do they call those things? The zodiac is, and where the sign the sun is placed during the your birth. Boom. Right. Then you have your moon sign. Your moon sign change. Well, the moon sign changes every two days. Your moon, the moon is the planet. Well, it's not a planet, but for lack of better term, it's the planet that controls your emotions. And then you have your rising sign. Your rising sign is the sign that tells shows. Whoa, is there a something? Damn. We've been talking a lot about a lot of shit. <laughs> your rising sign is how other people view you. That's the best way to put it. So the sun sign is like the who you become throughout your lifetime. The the positive side of it. There's also whatever, it's too much explanation. Moon sign is how you showcase your emotions. Rising sign is how most people see you and view you. Okay. Then there's other signs, but y'all niggas don't care. All y'all care about is 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 Mercury and and, and Gatorade? <laughs> well, listen, Mercury and retrograde as fucks some shit up, bro. I know it ain't in retrograde right now, but that's so. because Mercury is the sign of communication. That's why, but y'all don't know how to communicate on a regular day, so I don't know why that matters. Because niggas, bro, because when shit is in retrograde, that means shit just gets all the way left. I will say that when Mercury. Is in retrograde. Don't sign new contracts and avoid starting a new job. Most of the most times, so Mercury in retrograde lasts three three weeks, and it's I really am in, into astrology. Anyways, Mercury in retrograde it lasts three weeks, about twenty one days, and it's um four times out of the year, and a lot of times like com- all things around communication, people their phones are not working, people get higher rates of car accidents, which has been proven. It's really cool. Um, computers that's tend to break fun. technology tends to break down all this stuff so that's why they say a lot of times like during that period of time don't start anything new because it won't stick uh, there's more to it but y'all can go on cafe astrology or you can download the time passages app and it'll do a whole like generic chart reading for you but if you really want to like get into your life or whatever i would suggest you hit up an astrologist and y'all can talk about it together but those cost and don't put money into something you don't believe into. Believe in. Facts. That's why a lot of niggas try not to pay for dates. <laughs> oh, you thought you were so funny. LOL. No, it's real life. Okay, so it's one of... All right, so Hey Stranger Season is a thing. Uh, I See, my thing is less astrology. I think it's a boredom. I think this time frame... I just don't be believing in the planet. I, listen, I need to do more research before I can say I believe in it or not. Is that fair? That's fair. But somebody was like, astrology is the real astrology. And I was like, literally, the moon controls the tide. Everything is made of energy. And you don't think that none of this has any effect on you at all. Niggas have different belief systems. I'm not the type of person to shit on anyone else's belief system. 
fine. Then just don't comment on it. Don't say astrology isn't real. Just don't comment on it. Man, if we got niggas to stop commenting on all <laughs> boy. Anyway, I think it's I think it's part of it is a boredom. So I think part of it is so Valentine's Day is over. Shit, you know, for this year the Black Panther hype has died down a little bit. Evo is still God, making I'm a, actually over the Black Panther. Evo is still made a billion dollars in the I'm gonna say something really China. problematic. I went and saw it a second time and me and a friend had the same viewpoint. The acting was kind of subpar. Good movie, good plot, good script, but the acting was like actually kind of subpar. From certain actors. Yeah, not all of them, but some of them. And I was like, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. And some of the other ones. And I was like, but Michael B. Jordan was one of those ones. It's like, you watch it again. And, and you're like, like, so people have seen that movie seven times. I was like, this movie, if I see this movie another time, it will be ruined for me and I actually won't like it. Two was enough. I capped it at two. And I still like it, but I was I was able to be like, okay, some of this acting is actually really subpar. All right, but going back to the story, um, so Valentine's Day is over, All Star Weekend for some of y'all is over, Black Panther hype is over, and ain't shit really moving until St. Patrick's Day, March Madness, and then after that, ain't shit really moving until like honestly, March is the best time to hit up an ex though, because. It's like the in-between season where the weather's not that great. You might have already got rid of your winter bay, and you just want something that's cozy. And you don't really want to go out. March is like the most I don't feel like being anywhere month. You were saying similar things. So my thing was like boredom. You know, ain't shit, ain't shit else to do. Ain't shit really popping. You probably, you might have already got, got rid of your uh, winter season bay, your cuffing season bay, or you starting to see the end of the road. And you're looking for something comfortable. Again, like I said last week, the double you know is better than the double you don't. So oftentimes, people come tip back toeing, tiptoeing back. Hey, big kid. Hey, stranger. How you doing? And for me personally, I'm surprised people do it to me because I don't ever. I the first. I don't ever really end amicably with my exes. There's usually some argument. That happens. So, mind you, I also don't. I'm a huge. I'm a huge person of pride. Even if I miss you, I won't tell you, cause I'll be damned. <laughs> like, I'll be damned. So I just don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm usually not the person who tries to hit the hey stranger, hey big head. I kind of just, you know, even if I miss you, I'll just be minding my business, missing you in my head until I get over it. Pretty much, and I'm also a huge person that I will delete you off of Twitter. Instagram, um, not like like block you, just because out of sight, out of mind. It's easier for me to get over you if I don't have to see you. If you never follow him in the first place, it's really easier. Which is what I started doing. <laughs> I, you see? You see my vision? Listen, I agree with you on certain things. It's just, the majority of the things you say, just they, they annoy me. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I think it's, it's, a, it's a part of boredom. It's a part of boredom that people have. Um, and Hey, if you if you feel like you need to get one last run, can we skip this pick me conversation because I'm not interested. We we'll, we'll table it. I feel like it needs to be talked about, but if you don't want to talk about it today, I don't care. Y'all want to be a pick me, be a pick me. That's no, not my lifestyle. I think pick me's a part of the game. A like, part of the game. Yeah, pick me's a part of society. I'll let you say this. You 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 let me. I want to hear this stupid thing you're about to say. Because first of all, 
part uh, of the game. First and foremost, there are both male and female pickpockets. Yes, absolutely, one hundred ten percent. So, like, this is not any Calvin's about to be sexist. No, this is not anything like that. No, because a pick me for a guy is when you overly do the I'm on your side, and it's like right. no, you're actually not. You're only saying, and then you, they, it's the nice guy trope, and then they always end up revealing you're not like, so nice. Like the most pick me tweet I've ever saw was this guy was like, at the beginning of any interaction, a male should have to pay a female. Uh, a cash deposit. Shut the fuck up, because I know you're about to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he probably lying, but he's on to something. Shut the fuck up. Pay women more. This girl says she was out, and this man asked to see her tits and paid her. And paid her $850. And somebody was like, I bet he woke up confused as hell. She said, not my problem. And I said, queen. Such a queen. But like, that, okay, so, so the most pick-me tweet I ever saw was, man should have to pay, pay a woman, um, before every interaction, and if he wastes her time, he should he, he don't get that money back. I was like, nigga, I hope she texts you back. Like, I hope whoever you, I hope she texts you back. Like, that's one of the things that was like, hey, but legalized prostitution though. I might as well at this point. Please, like. By the way, niggas can just get get skipped aside and just pay for it. Just yeah, just go pay for it. Everybody pays for it in one way or another. So legalize it and leave wholesome women alone. Fuck. Oh, scale back. I take that back. That was wrong because there's nothing wrong with being a prostitute and you should respect all sex workers because they are doing everything to make a living as much as anybody else in this world. What I'm saying is leave women who want to be left alone because sex workers are wholesome too. Also, just leave women alone and pay the ones who can be bothered. Listen. That's what I really meant. I'm so sorry if you're a sex worker. I apologize. Anyway, but, but there's male and female pick me's. First off, pick me's mm, a part of the game. The women pick me's piss me off. And the male pick me's piss me off. Okay. So, all right, whatever. So, ooh, we said we were. It, 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 it's part of the game because you, you will have. You, in in a society that's dictated by standing by standing out in a sea full of people who are similar to you, people choose to stand out in different ways. Some choose to do it by money. Some choose to do it by look. Some choose to do it by connections. Other people choose it by trying to be the most quote unquote low maintenance, low cost, whatever. The okay, fuck but can be. hear me out. This is why this is so stupid. So this girl goes on Twitter day and she was like, "I was raised to be a wife." I got called boring, but I was, I'm sorry, I was raised to be a wife and not a girlfriend or baby mama. And it was like, okay, let's depict this. Somebody called you boring for what you want out of life. You didn't tell him off. Instead, you got on Twitter and now you're degrading other women for wanting other things out of their life. I mean, remember that first when the girl was like, she took a selfie and like she was like a, a nurse or some shit. She took a selfie like, where's your, where's your woman crush Wednesday on the Saturday? I'm not here working. She probably out here getting dressed inappropriately and dealing with it. And going to the club. Like, yeah, bitch, I'm finna go have fun with my friends and be a thought. You mad. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where it's like both sides of it. It's so obvious. It's it's like it's like is it working? My question is is is, is this working for no, you? No, it's starved people who are starved of attention. So you get on the internet and find it, and you get five minutes of it of people just straight clowning you. It's just and then maybe like ten men DMing you, and then it'd be ten men like you don't want those. And 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 see that's why that's why I feel about male pick me too. It's like you 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 willingly make yourself a subservient you know like uh like i am not worthy and then you will get the motherfuckers who will walk on you and a town stuff on your hopes and dreams and then go to the nigga they actually like 
Newsflash, I am the hoe friend. Okay, whatever that fucking means, all right? And nothing to do with whatever we're talking to. You know what I have noticed, though? So, like, say my homegirls have, like, boyfriends. Mm-hmm. I've become the friend, or girlfriends, because I did this happen with another friend and her girlfriend. I somehow become the friend who gets that in the mind of the boyfriend's significant other that I'm the one who is always getting their significant other to go out. And it's I not. Say, I like, say, I just be out. I, I would not see. I see where we're coming from, but they have it wrong. You're not the you're not you're not the friend that will tell them to go out. You're a friend that if they do anything, you'd be like, break up with them, sis. Either way, I gotta actually no. I don't be telling my friends to break up with their their significant others all like that. Now, if some random gives me like, if somebody is like. No, granted, if like they like if somebody cheats, I'd be like, all right, break up with that nigga. But if it's like something small, I'd be like, uh, like, did you? I'm actually the friend of like, did you talk to him? Did you guys try? Like, literally, that that is actually me as a friend to my friends. Now, if a random girl is like, my advice is almost one ten, girl, get out. But that's because that's that whole I'm not emotionally connected to you thing. So that's why I'm like, I don't care. Honestly. If y'all, if the boyfriend actually, the boyfriends actually got to know me, I'm the most. Oh, did you try to work it out? Unless it's cheating, or they, or they put their hands on you. Those are like my, my hard press. Get the fuck out. Stand on your nose. <clears throat> but there's a lot of things where I'm like, well, could do you guys see a way you could work this out? Uh, see, I, see that that supr- actually surprised me. I know. I can. Imagine. And I'm I'm sure a lot of their boyfriends think the same way you're thinking. Like. She's just gonna tell my girlfriend to break up with me. It's like you're, the, and it's like one of the things that like hmm. I had to remind myself is like your girlfriend's friends aren't your friends. They are. same with the niggas friends. I don't know. Yeah, this is this is both sides of the point. Your, yeah, yo, your significant other friends ain't your friends. At best, they are your acquaintance. But at the end of the day, if they have to choose between them or you, I'm choosing my friend. They're choosing them a hundred percent of the time. Point blank. Period. See, I am not, I don't know. I think I am the friend. I'm not, I'm not the quote unquote hoe friend. I'm, I'm, I am the hoe friend though, I'm, but I'll just be hoeing for like. You be hoeing for you. Me. <laughs> be the best hoe you can be. Uh, I'm not the, I'm, I'm the one, I'm an advocate. Like, I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for my nigga when it comes to you. I'm a. I'm the one like, he's told me so much about you. Even if he has or he hasn't, I'm going to make sure that he looks great in your eyes. See, but when I was one, and both myself and my homie was the one, we had levels of friends. So if we were going out, there's a there's a level A friend, a level B friend, and a level C friend. Level A, and we'll, I'll, I'll, is a friend that you you say you're going out with. You still better be home by the end of the night because she don't really trust that nigga. It's like I'm going out with so and so. It's like okay, cool. If she, she'll if you tell her you're going out with level A. She'll check up on you multiple times in the night. Like, hey, everything okay? Y'all good? Y'all good? Y'all straight? Um, you know, like, she'll check up. She might even try to pull up because she don't trust that nigga. That's level A. Like, the level A, you tell, you tell her you're going out with level A, and you buy yourself maybe a couple hours. Um, because I got a friend like that. And every time I'm like, girl, leave that man alone. Let him go have fun with his friends. See, you actually want me on your team, but it really be for me though, because I was like, I just if he's out, we could go out and have our own fun. So 
and then you have a level B friend. A level B friend is when you need like the knight. Um, so you tell you tell her you're with level B. It's like okay, cool. She she don't check in, but like you better be home at the end of the night. Is that the friend or girl? Are we talking friend or no, girlfriend? No, like for me, it's like for me and for my homie. He we both had level A BMC friends. Level A, she don't she she fuck on them. She don't trust them because in her mind he a hoe. Level B, he's not a hoe, but he kick it a lot. And like you know, you might stumble into some trouble if you were level B. So you tell her you were level B, she not gonna check in like she would with level A. But nigga, you better be home at the end of the night, and you better check in at the end of the night. Level C is who she thinks is a wholesome friend, and the wholesome friend gets you the most leeway. If you have level C, you you know you have that night and then like into the morning because you you'll stay you'll, you'll stay in the night with level C. He's wholesome. He probably he probably has a relationship he's in, so he's not trying to fuck it up. And since he's not trying to fuck up, you know he's gonna make sure you're not trying to fuck up. There's levels. Now, I'm not dropping names of these friends on this podcast because I'm not a snitch. But there's levels that people have as far as like I'm with so and so to get to get the quote unquote the leeway to go out and have fun without a homeboy or homegirl knocking on your door like where you at, nigga? It just says what it is. So we got time for like the overtime topic. I'll, I'll let you pick the overtime topic, and if it's some bullshit, I'm it's gonna... not. Did you see that guy who tweeted? If you're 25 and ain't got go no kids, what are you doing? Oh, enjoying my fucking life. Right, but it spiraled into a whole debate because okay. Twitter. We're not going to debate about that, but I want to ask you: When do you foresee yourself having children, and what are the what do you need in place in life for you to be comfortable starting a family? I don't see an age. I see a I see a situation. My age is financially stable years old. Um. And I would prefer to have, if not a wife, at least a fiance. I ring has to at least be present. Yes, I don't want a baby mama. I don't. Too many of my niggas have baby mama issues, baby mama drama, baby mama confusion, all that shit. I don't want it. I don't want it. Like I don't want to. Have to go see my kid, if that makes sense. Okay. Like I want to be able to raise my kid together within a family structure. Partly because I was not raised within a family structure. Again, my biological—I've never met my biological father. I don't. I don't want my kid to to go through that. I don't want my kid to even have a possibility to go through that. So therefore, the easiest way to ensure that my kid don't go through that, fiance or wife. Also, kids are expensive as fuck. Expensive as all hell. They care be costing like four hundred dollars. They care be costing rent. <laughs> so, but the daycare business, and plus the daycare business, like there is money to be made. But like my kid be running on them other raggedy ass kids. Who knows how much germs is going to prove the situation? Like, are they looking like all that shit? So I want to be able to either. I'm related. I went to the Oakley gym yesterday. I know. And the niggas be in there. But it was I can't do that. Gym intimidation. There's too many. Uh, I mean, I don't think I don't know. I can't do it. 
on back, a regular. It was like, so I want to be able to be financially secure to be able to kind of take care of my kid and also still do the things that I want to be able to do in career or just in general. Like, I don't want, like, I, like my mom at a certain point had to choose to not eat herself or to not get shit that she needed in order to pay for shit I needed. I don't want to have to do that. So financially secure with a fiance. Bare minimum. Mm. I'm assuming you have an answer. No, I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't. Y'all know how I feel about marriage. I'm not really sure about children, but if I will, I'm waiting until my mid-30s for sure. I don't know how that's going to work for me because I date people that are at least eight years older than me. And I think the things I think it's I'm, since I don't know about kids, I know what it would take for me to say yes to having kids. And since it's out of a regular standard relationship, because that stuff don't matter to me. I just need a partner who is mentally stable and financially, and financially stable. And that's why I still have this inner dialogue about <laughs> it, it's love or stability mean more for me. Because I, I think stability kind of means more. Love would mean more if I'm for sure. No, I'm not having kids. Stability means more if I'm having children. I would sacrifice love to make sure that my kids are well taken care of. But in the sense of that doesn't make sense because children also need to see two loving parents. So on some level, I got to like you. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, if I'm having sex with you, I like you. But I think for the sake of like my children being okay, I just need a, somebody who loves their kids. So somebody who actually wants to have kids. Someone who's done their own personal work for their own mental stability. And somebody who's financially stable. And by financially stable, I'm a little bit off the rocker with this one because from what I read, in order for people to make it in this economy on a four-person household, your family basically needs to be pulling in 250k a year. Most people aren't pulling in 250k a year in the household. That's that's the one percent. Not even anymore. That's like, that's, like that's the higher middle class now. Oh, it's off. Have you looked at the recent studies? I can't wait for us to do the next consensus. This is, it's wild. The, the numbers out here are wild. So you're telling me 250,000 is no is longer a, the 1%? No longer the 1%. Middle class is dying. Oh yeah, the middle class is definitely But dying. middle class now is 250K for a household. This is, these are, these numbers are basically unrealistic, but this is a trajectory I wish our economy is going for people to not be improvish. Isn't that crazy? It's not crazy because because I mean like it's not like it's reality, but like the, the reality and we the reality is that trickle down economics doesn't work. No, it doesn't. But back to sorry, the point yeah, that I'm I so sorry. no no you're fine you're fine. But yeah, that's what I would need in order for me to be like all right, I'm ready to have kids. So at least thirty, at least at least thirty two. Financially, at least thirty two for me. I'm not having kids in my twenties. I'm not. I refuse. I have a lot more living to do. Never mind. I ain't going to make a joke right now. Continue. Whatever. Financially stable. Mentally stable. I said something else and I can't remember. I think I... But what I was... One of those things for me, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Ideally, I would want my first kid to be her first kid too, but like it's starting to look... No, more everybody more, I date has a kid. It's starting to look more and more unlikely, but maybe because... Can you? Can she not have multiple? I just, like, one kid. I'm actually more comfortable being a stepmom than having my own kids. <laughs> I'd rather come in as a third parent, but like not a parent, but like a guidance to the child's life. See, I don't because again, we talk about the difference. 
the mother stepmother relationship versus the father stepfather relationship is a lot different. I mean, see Future and Russell Wilson, for example. It's just like I mean, I would prefer not to have this nigga, this biological father nigga, just like kind of hovering around, ready to fuck shit up at a moment's notice. I just prefer not to have that. Is that is that realistic? It's looking like no, cause shit, all y'all motherfuckers got kids now. Goddamn. But if we're if it's my podcast, so we're talking my preferences, and my preference is my first kid, your first kid. That's just, Which yeah, that's that's your right. That's my preference. Now, if it gets to the point where like I'm like that, like my biological clock is ticking, quote unquote, <laughs> and like she doesn't. And she can't fulfill that. That's not a deal breaker, but that's a preference. I think that's what it is for me. Um. But, oh, take for instance, I was hanging out with this guy a couple weeks ago, and um, he had a kid at in his twenties. And what he had a kid in his twenties? He had a kid in in his twenties. I'm not. I'm trying to be very as vague as possible. Oh, I just needed to hear that correctly. Got he had a kid in his twenties, and um, we were sitting there talking, and I was telling him like, yeah, like. He was like, because we were catching up or whatever. And I was like, yeah, like I lost my job and I took January to try and like figure out what I want to do. February is coming to a close, but now I'm having difficulty having a job. But it's cool because I live with my parents, so I'm not as stressed as I would be if I had my own. You know, the urgency isn't there as much. It is because I don't like relying on people for money, blah, blah, blah. I got into all that. And he was like, damn, when I was your around your age, I already had a kid, so I had to figure it out. And then like you could tell like, him me just saying that you can there was a like a small breed of jealousy there where yes feeling like something was stripped from them yes like that's all like it's one of those things was like look i wasn't done oh shit my fault it's fine but i have found that is because i i date men with children they're in their 30s you almost expect them to have a kid by then and a lot of them kind of have that consensus where they feel like something's stripped from them. But I just find it to be interesting that men hold this idea that they didn't have an option. When your option starts with the contraception that you use. And then after that, like, you guys, have, like, but then that goes back into, like, people aren't having enough conversations. Like, even if you're having that one-night stand, like, you're not asking people these things. Which are getting a one-night stand that makes it very unsexy. And you're not... You're probably, yeah, but like, stand. at least, like, if you develop, yeah, one night stand, you should definitely use protection. Use, use but, like, even if you have like a situation, still be at least have the conversation. So, if if we were to get pregnant, do you want to have a kid right now? Like, people need to start having those hard, truthful conversations. Maybe, maybe the, the man needs to have those hard, truthful conversations before. I'll make you a single daddy. I was because I was about to say, like, look, you can man, have custody, the man's right to choose. Is taken away from him as soon as he finishes orgasming, orgasming in the girl. Like once that happens, niggas don't give up. I think that's why men are like so when it comes to the proposal, because like if you think about it in adulthood, like I I think that's why more men want to still have that urgency to get married because a lot of women now like it's kind of like a oh, it'll happen when it happens if it doesn't happen. Like women are having these like cooler conversations around. <laughs> Kids. Not just kids, I'm like, I'm like, like, family I'm, units. Okay. Like getting married for women is like a whatevs, and like or the option to be whatevs is more there for men because men like it goes back to that whole not being able to find masculinity. So if you not in a girl, like you guys aren't together or whatever, 
like at that point it's more so her decision than than you like together yeah, like it's, there's no unless there's you no, guys have the conversation prior to yeah, there's no there's no our decision it's her decision you gonna have to deal with whatever the fuck she decides right and then even like if <laughs> you like, guys bro, get into like, like a fuck and it's like if y'all I'm get trying. into like a conversation of like child support or whatever like for me i swear to god if a man gets me pregnant and he's not com- coming off that plan b and i go full term i'm making you a single daddy you can have custody that's not what i want for my life right now the baby is yours I don't need that in my life. That's stress. And then, like, if you break down, like, I think a lot of the argument on Twitter was, like, do y'all know how much, like, when women are, like, a lot of women were getting a lot of kickback. Like, what do you mean? You, you just out here, like, y'all not thinking about having kids and you wait until your late 30s to have children now? It's like, yeah, like, for me, that, that makes sense. My mom had my little sister at 38. Damn, my mom, how old am I? 50, 25, so my mom's 55. My little sister graduates next year, so she'll be 17. And then, like, they're finally done. But, like, they're still, my parents are still youthful. They're still together. They're still fine. You know what I mean? So, I at least I can see that and be like, part of it, you but, can have kids later and be okay. But I think, now, like, this is, I'm not trying to mansplain shit, but, like, it's proven that, like, the later you have a pregnancy, the more chance of, like, it is, yeah. it is, but it also there has been advancements in medicine that allow that women to have that a wider range. You, you, uh, okay, but I think that's for me. That's if like if you want kids, like ideally you'd want to make sure you can have it with the, the least complicated. Yeah, of course, but I mean, I think women are are taking that risk now more, where it's like they're exploring a later pregnancy and evolution goes like that so the more women are having later pregnancies if it becomes a thing over time not like anytime soon but over time production of medicine is going to make it so it you know blah blah blah. like chrissy teigen for instance like they knew they were having a boy and a girl they took they had um two i can't do science terms right now but they knew kim kardashian got a surrogate so, I mean, and then, like, thinking about that, it's, like, that cost of kids are so much more now. But, like, there's so much. Like, even for a regular, regular person to have a kid, and the way insurance is going, and Trump trying to take away health insurance from people, those hospital stays are, like, 50K. And that's not even bullshit. Like, 50K to have a baby, and you just be like, uh, like, people be like, oh, so you just go on board my child? Yeah, you finna pay 50K? And a lot of us are out here walking around with no insurance no health insurance and then like the risk of having a kid like mortality of black women especially giving dying during childbirth is going up like black black women black babies all that dying and then like that's just that's just getting through pregnancy and then getting birth then you have to add in like a lot of people are moving away from their home states now for better like at a rate that's astronomical compared to our parents and then that takes away your support system my parents got unexpectedly pregnant with my little sister my grandmother moved in and then even when like i will say the entire dynamic of our family changed once my parents had my little sister like the lifestyle i had prior to my little sister being there and then afterwards was like 180 completely because it went from two kids you can actually afford at the level of money you're bringing in and you're a middle-class black family too that third kid you probably shouldn't have had but due to like the whole idea of you don't get rid of a pregnancy blah 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 like they had they took the risk and had the baby and 
honestly, having my little sister put a financial strain on my parents and then add to that the the economic downfall of 2008. I don't think my parents have ever bounced back. Like tenfold, they haven't bounced back. They're at a better place than they were, but they shouldn't have had my little sister. I'm grateful for my little sister. We have a good relationship, but they shouldn't have never had her. I'm an only child. <laughs> so like, my opinions are a little different. I mean, like, because I never had that. I think, but we are, we're, we're at the age now. We're like, it's starting when, because like, when you were like, up until like, probably, it was like, up until like 21, if someone, if one of your homies was like, yeah, like, I have a kid on the way, it was like, oh, damn, I'm sorry, bro. Like, We'll be here for you, like, you got this, but, like, you know what I'm saying, like, damn, like, we'll hold you down. And then, like, from, like, 21 to, like, right right about now, you don't, you're not sure if they planned it or not, like, you're like, congrats, I hope this is what you wanted. (laughs) And then, like, 27 and up, you know they probably planned it, you're like, all right, you know, good shit, like, can't wait for y'all to have the kid, all that shit. I think it's just, me personally. I ain't trying to raise my kid poor. Like, I ain't trying to raise my kid like I was raised. Like, you know what I'm saying? We we was fully in the, in poverty, my nigga. Like, I, I want better for that. And I, I don't want to have a kid until I can provide better for that. Um, So, kind of wrapping up, because, you know, we got a little, got a little longer than expected, but it was good talk. Like, y'all niggas need to just have these conversations before it gets to that point. Um, with, with like me and, and the, the situationships I was in, like that, like the first time we had sex, it was like, "Are you on like Are you on birth control? If you are, okay. If you're not, okay. I know how to move based off of your answer. Also, like, are, if are you tr- are you ready to have a kid? Like, if if it happens." What's what? What do we do? Have those conversations earlier rather than later, so that way, if it does happen, y'all know how to move instead of having this shit. Just start having conversations in general. Oh, but one thing I was gonna say, I think I got veered off at this point, but I just wanted to say about um, men and the proposal is like that's really all men have to look forward to, (laughs) and that's in the stakes of like. I mean, like, you, you have, like, the family unit and you, the accomplishment of it, but as far as, like, the one thing that is on your time, you get to plan and all that stuff, like, that moment, the only moment even, men and have even is when it's on your time, it's on your wallet, too, so. It's just, eh. But that's it. That's it. It's the proposal. Everything, like, women typically plan the wedding. You're just told where to show up, what You're are the colors. Yeah, the marriage is usually, like, once you it, children enter that situation, wife, it's it's well outside of that. It's like my kids, yeah. And a lot of times, that's where marriages fail because it's like all that goes out the window. It's it, my kids, it, like because like that's that's your that's your investment. That's your product. That's your baby. You know what I'm saying that's what that's that's what you know. What I'm saying like that's your legacy. quote unquote general wealth, even though most of us don't even know what that is. That's your legacy, though. Like everyone, even if you ain't got general, that's your legacy. Yeah. So, so like everything. It's like to, damn, men. I mean, this is a society y'all built. Y'all are gonna keep arguing with me on that, but it's fine or whatever. But that's really all men got got to look forward to is like proposing to somebody. How sad! 
I want you guys to want more for yourself than I think you guys do, but I want like I want to see action behind it. Like I want to see something happen for you. What the fuck? What does action even look like? What, like? I don't know. You guys built this society, so unbuild it and figure it out, restructure it. I would say put the power in women, but I don't never want to listen to women. But Black Panther told y'all to listen to women, and clearly Nigga, it works when y'all listen boy, to women. Boy, if we listen to, it depends on the woman you listen to. Y'all like, should listen honest. to women more. Nigga, if we, nigga, if we listen, nigga, if we had it your way, nigga, we we would be fucking. No, honestly, if we listen to women as a whole, I, my way of how I think now wouldn't even matter. My way now is a protection against men in general. Get paid, go after men with money, least stress, least. Men aren't that great, so at least go for the one with money because it's the least amount of stress. Listen, I don't trust the majority of y'all that's to, your problem. To, to, to move in any interest of me. That's the problem. It's, it's, women shouldn't tr- women literally women cannot trust men. No one can trust anyone. I don't trust none of y'all motherfuckers. I'm just saying. So because I don't trust any of y'all motherfuckers, y'all have done it wrong for so long. Y'all should just give it away to somebody else. See, this is why we can't get nowhere. No, this is exactly why. Because here's because I don't trust y'all to not move eventually. Like I don't trust y'all to not move with a vengeance to try to make up for the shit that y'all. No, women have too much of a nurturing soul to do that. (laughs) Don't take my opinions to heart. (laughs) Women are way too nurturing for that to even be true. You're laughing, but you know I'm right. (laughs) <laughs> that's that was a good one that was no. a good one that was a good one but alright we about to wrap this shit up cause you just said you really <laughs> anyway can I have a quick story time actually therapy corner with Stephanie what's your story <laughs> yesterday okay so y'all you know if I story. take my glasses off I can't see anything five feet within of me so I go to the Oakley gym yesterday. I think I see this nigga that's been in my inbox. I'm not sure. He's been acting real funny. Whatever. So I get on the elliptical and I get a text and he's like, hey, hope you had a good day. Yeah, I'm at the gym. No text back. Okay. I get through like half my workout and I text him and was like, actually, ellipticals are upstairs. I come back downstairs. I think I see his, that's when I first spotted and thought I saw his figure, but again I'm blind without my glasses so I'm not sure so then after I get no text back I get through half of my workout and I text this thing again and was like hey which is I gotta stop doing this just, I need to start going back to blocking niggas it was a simpler time but I text him and was like how was your day he was like cool like how was the gym and I was like I'm still here nothing after that this is a very riveting story it's not a story. It's what the fuck is wrong with him? We could be busy. You initiate not even a conversation. Look, there's been a couple times like there's been a couple times where I like I've texted somebody. And this is like, why I have a streak. Uh, Don't text me unless we're making plans. Rule. Uh, whatever. Uh, all right. Sure. Cool. Whatever. Um. Well, sometimes I'll, you you text somebody with a, and you but then you get caught. Life happens. That's why people, that's why certain people don't com- they prefer communication problems. Okay, but the last time I heard him prior to that was when he was like, I like you. I thought you were gonna text me when you got home. You never hit me up and so I didn't know what was going on and I texted back was like, I'm not the best at texting people when I get home. We've been over this. And then that nigga 
was like, I guess I'm not the best at a lot of things. Or he said, I'm not good at a lot of things too. Have a good day. See, you you gotta add that you what? add that context late. Like add that context in the beginning. That is again. A lot of dating's mind games. I don't have time for this. Most niggas don't. And I, what do I, what do I take? Like, you're, okay, sir, this is the reason the last time I stopped talking to you, I need you to get your act together. Listen. That's too much. At that point, I feel like I'm doing too much for you to do, like, this too much. Then don't, then just leave it be. I know, but here's the real issue. The reality is, I want this to work out in my favor, but I don't want to tell somebody that I want this to work out in my favor. I just want this person to, like, be a grown up. And I feel you like know, I, it's pulling teeth at this point. Beloved. <laughs> you know I'm fed up when I start calling you. I start calling you, beloved. Beloved. Look, here's, here's what it is. If you wanted to work out, then either put your best foot forward or, or chalk the shit. It is really that fucking simple. And it, I'm thinking, and I know this is not me. I'm, I'm, I, the last time I saw him, he was like, you haven't cooked for me since that one time and I just want you to cook for me so I, I might you know how I feel about cooking that's how he should have known I liked him I, that nigga don't be out here cooking and I cooked do, for him do you com- did you communicate that this is not something you do every day everybody knows I don't like cooking are you assuming no everyone knows I hate cooking I make it very known this is, these are like a checklist on my on my first dates I don't cook I don't want to get married I just need you to know what you're getting into. Listen, these niggas are different than me. If if both of you, if we on a date, my third was like, check, please. No, because men like a challenge. That's what it really boils down to. I say that and men take it as a challenge. And I'm tired of being a challenge. Not your challenge. Men, stop being there. All right. I'm going to wrap it up here because we can keep going and we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, Moral of the story Live your best life. Stop being sensitive. Um, communicate. Be the best how you could be. We're going to sell t-shirts because I need money. So buy our t-shirts. They'll be up by the end like two weeks. I've decided. Executive decision. Thanks for telling me. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Um, Passive income. And we out. Be blessed. I don't believe.